Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Welcome back. The last couple of weeks, I suffered from bronchitis and a sinus infection, so I kind of lost my voice for the majority of the time, so I couldn't record any new content. Uh, But I am, as you can hear, doing well, and I've got a lot of great content in store. This time of the year, especially with all the planets turning retrograde, it is the 26th of May. We have a full moon. Uh, We have an eclipse, actually. So there's a lot coming up for a lot of people. A lot of relationships are coming to an end. It's, It's amazing what's happening. Things are combusting. Things are changing. And we are being pushed to do things and to face things in ways that we never have before. Uh, I could tell you the majority of the people I know are going through some sort of loss, transition, come to Jesus moments, really looking at their shadow selves uh, in ways that, you know what the universe is saying, you can't ignore it anymore. You have to look at these parts. And on the flip side of that, because of this opportunity and these opportunities uh, within these retrograde planets, And within the uh, eclipse tonight, we have the opportunity to step up to ourselves in new ways. And we have the opportunity to do things differently. I know in my life, uh, recently in the last uh, five weeks or so, uh, there was a a combustion of my own in my own life. Uh, And it's been uh, a process to get through it. Uh, I've had to really look at a lot. And um, I know at some point I'll be grateful. It kind of really sucks right now, but I, I'm working through it and I'm, I'm better uh, than I have been before. So today's topic really lends itself to the time, which is old ways and old thinking won't open up new doors. You know, there's a saying that the definition of insanity is when you do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Y'all heard that before. And I think, really, uh, you think about why we have to go through hard times, right? Why do we have to go through so many hard times to get that? Why do we have to have such a hard time changing how we deal with things that happen in our lives? One of the hardest things to do is to deal with a challenge in a way that isn't your go-to way, your default and take a chance and try something different than you've ever done before. I know I'm being called to do that. Life, though, has a funny way of making sure that we don't remain the same, even as hard as we try. Everything around us changes, and at some point, even if we don't decide to change, we change. With age comes wisdom, hopefully, and with wisdom comes better experiences and better results. But sometimes that wisdom is hard-earned. I know that for sure. 
And you could be well into your later years when you finally get it. And when you finally decide to change your life and realize what you're worth and realize the quality of life that you want. You realize that doing things the way you've done them doesn't work anymore. You realize that holding grudges only hurts you. You realize that your goals and values have changed, that people change, and nothing but uncertainty and change is reliable and constant. I recently came across a powerful written piece by an author named Sonny Carroll called The Awakening, and I want to read it to you. I'll spell the name of the author in case you want to look it up. S-O-N-N-Y, the last name is Carroll, C-A-R-R-O-L-L. I think you will at least, I hope you will, find it equally as valuable as po- and poignant as I did. And I hope that by the end of this episode, you realize that doing things the old way only keeps doors shut. That it's time to shift how you think about things and what beliefs you covet. That it's time to truly honor what's right for you and that you seek peace and love above all else. My friend, I hope you welcome your awakening. Here's The Awakening by Sonny Carroll. A time comes in your life when you finally get it. When in the midst of all of your fears and insanity, you stop dead in your tracks and somewhere the voice inside your head cries out, enough, enough fighting and crying or struggling to hold on. And like a child quieting down after a blind tantrum, your sobs begin to subside. You shudder once or twice. You blink back, you blink back your tears and through a mantle of wet lashes, You begin to look at the world through new eyes. This is your awakening. And we are all going through this right now, my friends. You realize that it's time to stop hopping, hoping and waiting for something to change or for happiness, safety, and security to come galloping over the next horizon. You come to terms with the fact that he is not Prince Charming and you are not Cinderella. And that in the real world, there aren't always fairy tale endings, or beginnings for that matter. And that any guarantee of happily ever after must begin with you. And in the process, a sense of serenity is born of acceptance. You awaken to the fact that you are not perfect, and that not everyone will always love, appreciate, or approve of who or what you are. And that's okay. They are entitled to their own views and opinions. And you learn that... You learn the importance of loving and championing yourself. And in the process, a sense of newfound confidence is born of self-approval. You stop bitching and blaming other people for the things they did to you or didn't do for you. And you learn that the only thing you can really count on is the unexpected. You learn that people don't always say what they mean or mean what they say, and that not everyone will always be there for you, and that it's not always about you. So you learn to stand on your own and to take care of yourself. And in the process, a sense of safety and security is born of self-reliance. You stop judging and pointing fingers and you begin to accept people as they are and to overlook their shortcomings and human frailties. And in the process, a sense of peace and contentment is born of forgiveness. 
you realize that much of the way you view yourself in the world around you is uh, as a result of all the messages and opinions that have been ingrained into your psyche. And you begin to sift through all the crap you've been fed about how you should behave, how you should look, and how much you should weigh, what you should wear, and where you should shop, and what you should drive, how and where you should live, and what you should do for a living, who you should sleep with, who you should marry, and what you should expect of marriage, the importance of having and raising children, or what you owe your parents. You learn to open up to new worlds and different points of view, and you begin reassessing and redefining who you are, what you really stand for. You learn the difference between wanting and needing, and you begin to discard the doctrines and values you've outgrown or should never have bought into to begin with. And in the process, you learn to go with your instincts. You learn that it's truly in giving that we receive and that there's power and glory in creating and contributing. And you stop maneuvering through life merely as a consumer looking for your next fix. You learn that principles such as honesty and integrity are not the outdated ideals of a bygone era, but the mortar that holds together the foundation upon which you must build a life. You learn that you don't know everything. It's not your job to save the world and that you can't teach a pig to sing. You learn to distinguish between guilt and responsibility and the importance of settling, setting boundaries and learning to say no. You learn that the only cross to bear is the one you choose to carry and that martyrs get burned at the stake. Then you learn about love, romantic love, and familial love, how to love, how much to give in love, when to stop giving and when to walk away. You learn not to project your needs or your feelings onto a relationship. You learn that you will not be more beautiful, more intelligent, more lovable or important because of the man on your arm or the child that bears your name. You learn to look at relationships as they really are and not as you would have them be. You stop trying to control people, situations, and outcomes. You learn that just as people grow and change, so it is with love. And you learn that you don't have the right to demand love on your terms just to make you happy. And you learn that alone doesn't mean lonely. And you look in the mirror and come to terms with the fact that you'll never be a perfect 10. And you stop trying to compete with the image inside your head and agonizing over how you stack up. You also stop working so hard at putting your feelings aside, smoothing things over, and ignoring your needs. You learn that feelings of entitlement are perfectly okay, and that it is your right to want things and to ask for things that you want, and that sometimes it is necessary to make demands. You come to the realization that you deserve to be treated with love, kindness, sensitivity, and respect, and you won't settle for less. And you allow only the hands of a lover who cherishes you to glorify you with his touch. And in the process, you internalize the meaning of self-respect. And you learn that your body really is your temple. And you begin to care for it and treat it with respect. 
You begin eating a balanced diet, drinking more water, taking more time to exercise. You learn that fatigue diminishes the spirit and can create doubt and fear. So you take more time to rest. And just as food fuels the body, laughter fuels the soul. So you take more time to laugh and to play. You learn that for the most part in life, you get what you believe you deserve. And that much of life, and that much of life, truly is a self-fulfilling prophecy. You learn that anything is worth achieve, that's worth achieving is worth working for. And that wishing for someone something to happen is different from working towards making it happen. More importantly, you learn that in order to achieve success, you need direction, discipline, and perseverance. You also learn that no one can do it all alone and that it's okay to risk asking for help. You learn that the only thing you must truly fear is the great robber baron of all time, fear itself. You learn to step right into and through your fears because you know that whatever happens, you can handle it. And to give into your fears is to give away the right to live on your terms. And you learn to fight for your life and not to squander it living under a cloud of impending doom. You learn that life isn't always fair, that you don't always get what you think you deserve, and that sometimes bad things happen to unsuspecting good people. On these occasions, you learn not to personalize things. You learn that God isn't punishing you or failing to answer your prayers. It's just life happening. And you learn to deal with evil in its most primal state, the ego. You learn that negative feelings such as anger, envy, and resentment must be understood and redirected or they will suffocate the life out of you and poison the universe that surrounds you. You learn to admit when you're wrong and to building bridges instead of walls. You learn to be thankful and to take comfort in many of the simple things we take for granted, things that millions of people upon the earth can only dream about. A full refrigerator, clean running water, a soft, warm bed, a long, hot shower. Slowly, you begin to take responsibility for yourself, by yourself, and to make yourself a promise to never betray yourself and to never ever settle for less than your heart's desire. And you hang a wind chime outside your window so you can listen to the wind. And you make it a point to keep smiling, to keep trusting, and to stay open to every wonderful possibility. Finally, with courage in your heart and with God by your side, you take a stand and you take a deep breath and you begin to design the life you want to live as best you can. Pretty powerful, huh? I pray that uh, as this eclipse season begins and all the planets that are going retrograde, I think there are four, lead you to a better place. I pray that you find yourself. I pray that you find the courage to step up for yourself, step into the truest and highest expression of who you are, that you give yourself permission to say no or to say yes, even if that yes feels scary. I pray that you honor 
your needs, your values, your wants. I pray that you, even in the hardest of times, never give your power away because that's really all you have is your ability to use your power to overcome the challenges that all of us are facing. I hope you've enjoyed today. I hope you listen to this one over and over and over again. This felt so special to me. And I send you love. And I thank you so much for listening. I have received so many messages of thanks. And it truly uh, humbles me. I feel so grateful that you give me your ear and allow me to share just a little bit of wisdom each week with you. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, and especially these days, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.